Wake Up with Patty Catter. I love this show. I never miss an episode. It's the best. I turn it on and turn it up. You're listening to and watching Wake Up with Patty Catter, and I am your host, Patty Catter. Today's episode is sponsored by Building Homes for Heroes. Today, I have Zach Schlein on the show. How are you, Zach? I'm great. Hi, Patty. How are you? Good. Did I pronounce your last name okay? You got it. <laughs> awesome. I always want to check. All my listeners know I'm really bad at last names. <laughs> uh, so thank you for being on the show. I'm excited because it's going to be a really fun episode, I think. Um, you have a website and it's Get Filter Off, right? GetFilterOff.com? Yeah. So I, I run a dating app called Filter Off and it's web and Android as well as iOS. So tell our listeners first a little bit about how you grew up because I want them to have that little connection with you. And then we're going to jump into why in the world you decided to create a dating app of all things. Yeah. So in terms of like just how I grew up, just mm-hmm. overview. So yeah. Yep. So um, grew up in Miami, um, had a good family upbringing. Um, had always for me, what was super important was like close friends. I just remember my childhood. I always had like one really close friend and I think, um, connection, um, romantic or even platonic has always been extremely important for me. And I think my life has always been best when I've had these deep relationships in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how did you decide to create a dating app? Like my assumption. Okay just like third party, never met yet, man, this guy must have needed some help dating (laughs) or maybe his friends did. How, like, tell us about this. Well, I think there's uh, some truth to that. I think for me, I've always been into online dating, the ability to meet outside my friend circle. And I started a dating blog uh, a while back called topromp.com. And I reviewed apps and hacks for millennials uh, ended up selling that blog and I started a subreddit for a small dating app at the time for, and it was called Hinge. Um, so I, I ran Hinge's subreddit and I always was a pretty avid online dater. And the one thing I noticed was I'd spend hours swiping and messaging and this whole process was really tiresome. And oftentimes when I did meet up on a date, I quickly realized there was no vibe and, or maybe they didn't look like their photos. And I started asking my dates beforehand if they'd be open to video chatting. And the ones that said yes, it made all the difference in the world. And uh, I really wanted and inspired me to create an app for myself um, to allow for a video first experience to really get to know the person and not just the profile. Mm-hmm. I like the name of it too. Like your website is Get Filter Off because everybody uses filters these days. So, I mean, oh my gosh, how ridiculous are the filters, the animal filters on Snapchat? Just saying. Um, like, you want to date a little guinea pig today? I don't know. <laughs> so, um, is that why you named it that? Or why did, what was your um, thought process behind naming your dating app? Yeah, I think. For us, what was super powerful was the ability to be your authentic self without a filter. And especially in this day and age where everything, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, every bit of social media and other dating apps, people use filters. Mm-hmm. And the, the 
the mechanism behind our app is again, to be your authentic self, uh, through a video first experience. And that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. So say I'm a new person that, um, wants to get on your app. What kind of, um, stipulations or criteria are there on your app? Like, do you only service, um, like, is it for straight people? Is it for gay people? Is it for both? Is it for like, who's it for? Yeah. So filter up, it's for all people. Um, and that's the beauty is we take into account your preferences. We have different events that are for different communities. So it really allows you to self-select, uh, what sort of people you want to date and connect with. Mm -hmm. So do you have some advice? I can think of one of my listeners in particular. He writes into our my website all the time and he's like, I'm having a hard time finding a girlfriend. I just can't find anyone to connect with. What kind of tips do you have for somebody? First of all, maybe building their profile because I've heard and seen some people whose profiles are like, whoa, I don't know if I'd want to date them. Maybe they're putting too much out there. Maybe they're putting not enough. What's your advice on that? Yeah. So the beauty of filter off, given it's a video first experience, profiles are not nearly as important as if you're using a, a swipe app. Um, with swipe apps, you heavily rely on photos and bios. And in that case, maybe just hire a professional photographer, take some photos of you and maybe ask or hire someone or you spend a little bit of time writing a witty uh, bio with filter off again, it's video first. So yeah, you having a nice photo is important, but like the bio just more so interesting as more of a fun fact, a way when someone connects with you on video that they could ask you these types of questions or prompts that you have. But it's really about just showing up and bringing your best self and being curious and uh, kind and uh, hoping and seeing if you uh, vibe with that other person across the screen. Mm -hmm. So do people use their real names then? Because I think that first for me being a woman, if I were single, I would be a little bit nervous about connecting with somebody on a dating app and having them know my city, my first and last name, how do you protect, um, or how do, how does somebody protect themselves on, online when they're virtual dating? Yeah, sure. So when you're attending, let's say a virtual speed dating event, um, when you create your account, you don't have to put in your last name. You could just use your first name, maybe last initial or just first name. And again, when you video chat with them, you could cancel or stop the video chat at any point. Uh, the dates only last three minutes, so they're very, very short and kind of more so a vibe check to see if you like that person. And you'll only match if you both say that you like each other at the end of the date. You give a little thumbs up at the end of the date. And if you're a match, then you're uh, entered into a conversation with them where you could then message or then video chat. Um, so we don't have you exchange personal information only uh, when you feel comfortable. That's interesting. So how in the world does a speed date take place? I mean, do you have like a moderator asking the questions or are these people asking each other questions? Yes. Yeah, so when you install the app or log in via the web, uh, you will create your profile and then you'll see all sorts of events. We show you some recommended events nearby, some global events, there's different themes as well. And the theme could be like a vegan date night or a dog lovers date night, or it could be a specific city like Miami date night or New York city date night, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so once you're interested. Yeah. So you meet in person at that point for the events. 
No. So these okay. events, the ones, most of our events that are displayed in the app are actually virtual. So you okay. would RSVP to one of these events. You'll get added to your calendar an hour before the event begins. Filter off will notify you. And then you confirm that you'll be there. And then we schedule your dates. So you may have like eight dates at night. And before the dates begin, you could actually learn about your upcoming dates beforehand. Uh, if there's anyone you don't want to connect with, you could always cancel. But it's uh, once the date starts, you start and it's video speed dating. It's timed and there's icebreakers. And yeah, that's kind of how it works. Wow, that's so crazy. That's awesome. Um, wow. Okay, so tell us about maybe a trial that you have had in your life. It can be about your dating app. It can be personal. And then how did you overcome that trial? Because I love to ask all my guests that, and I'm putting you in the hot seat right now. Yeah. So when you, when you ask that question in terms of growing map or I let my, yeah, I let my guests just kind of choose where they want to go. I've had some people say uh, a trial that they had in childhood and how they overcame that. And then some people talk about their business and how they overcame that. So when, whatever it is you want, we want to get to know you too, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So I think, as I mentioned, and with my upbringing, like I've always been uh, into like deep connection and having I'd rather have a few close friends and a lot of uh, people that I know, but may not be very uh, close with. And I think when I started Filter Off about three and a half years ago, I had this, this, like, this dream, this goal to connect people in a much more authentic manner uh, using, again, video first. And the average person, though, just was like, video is weird. Like, why would I jump on with a random person on a video before meeting them. And I was like, why wouldn't you? Why would you want to meet them at a bar or for drinks or, or like for dinner? Um, and you've never even met. And for me, it was just like, I understood their concerns, but I was just, it was this vision, this dream that how I wanted to change how online dating and how people interacted. And um, I just kept pushing forward and uh, found users that were super passionate. And then the pandemic happened and the whole online dating industry changed overnight where now people feel like, why would I not jump on a video call before meeting up in person, given that we all are on Zoom all the time and chatting with our friends and loved ones on FaceTime and things of that nature. So behavior actually changed because of the pandemic. Obviously, I could have never foreseen that, but I had this, this dream, this vision of, uh, this sort of behavior being the norm. Yeah. I think that it's, it's good because who wants to get stuck at a restaurant with somebody, you meet them for like five or 10 minutes and five or 10 minutes into it, you're already like, I wish I could just leave. (laughs) Yeah. So the app, you know, you can literally just leave if you want. It sounds like, right. And the, and what's so nice about it is the dates are really short. So it's only three minutes. So that's what's, I think we've, we've, we built it out from an experience that is not too intense. Um, and you're able to get out if you're not vibing with that person. Mm-hmm. Once I joined an app, it was just to make friends. Um, they had a dating version and then a friend version. And I had, I would have wished that it could have had video because if I could have actually interacted with that person on video, like there were a couple women that I was like, oh, this might be a good friendship. Possibly we can go hang out and do girls nights or whatever. And then 
you only see the part that they want you to see on a picture and they, you only get to see the bio that they give you. And it was not my thing. Like I ended up going to this one event with these ladies and they're so drunk by the time I even arrived and it wasn't even supposed to start for another few minutes. And I was like, this isn't for me, this isn't my kind of friends. (laughs) So I can see where the dating app with the video is pretty neat because you can actually see somebody's reactions to what you're saying. You can read facial expressions, look at their eyes. You know, I think I say a lot about people. That's just my thing. Um, but it's so interesting. So what do your friends and family think of you having this dating app? Um, I think it's, I know my dad is obviously proud of me of being able to, I was working a nine to five, um, in corporate for the last close to six years and working on this nights and weekends and was able to now go full-time on this. So I'm very fortunate. And I'm very grateful. Um, yeah. So it's, it's awesome to be able to work so hard on something and kind of see it come to fruition where I can now spend all my attention on it. I don't have any uh, distractions. And that's always been a dream of mine since I was like in college to have my own thing and be financially independent and just nothing really worked out until uh, this uh, venture. So fun. Wow. You must hear a lot of crazy stories, like good stories, bad stories. Um, it must never really get dull. So, I mean, I'll share one story and it was really incredible. And this is like one of the reasons why this work is so important to me. I, we had a user um, and he used the traditional swipe apps like Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and Um, he just didn't do well on any of those apps. And the reason for that is, uh, he's handicapped, he's in a wheelchair. And, um, so when women saw him in the wheelchair, oftentimes they swipe left. Um, he ended up joining filter off being a video first experience. He was able to connect, uh, with his dates, um, through video and he was able to like showcase his personality and, uh, his dates were able to see him for him and no longer the wheelchair. And that's just like, yeah, it was just so special to hear. And it's really cool how, when you have this like really authentic experience, it could just really lead to amazing things, whether it's love or and marriage and some really incredible partnership. That is incredible. And, um, I have a friend that she ended up marrying a guy that she met on a dating app years ago. I think they've been married like at least 15 years. Um, But it was weird because during that time, it wasn't that popular to have a dating app. So everyone kind of was like, wow, that's crazy. That's weird. Like, how do you know that person? But they had talked back and forth for a long time. Um, It's neat to see the progress from dating apps being only photos or bios or swiping to video. I think you really are um, on the verge of, you know, new territory here. Yeah, I think, right, there's always, industries are always ripe for disruption. And Tinder in 2012, they made dating apps cool by adding the swipe. The only downfall was it was super addicting. It was like a slot machine. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think people have gotten sick of the swipe and, they just want to connect. And I call these people like intentional daters. They just want to connect with other people. They don't want to be swiping for hours and messaging back and forth. And yeah. I think the time is now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I think that it's not authentic either. I feel like my son, um, I won't go into a lot of detail because in case his friends are listening, but my son is 25 and he's been on a couple of dates through dating apps. And he's just like, mom, like I'm never going on one of these again, ever. So I'm gonna have to tell him about yours and see what he thinks. <laughs> but he For said, sure. you know, the biggest problem were these girls were putting up filtered pictures or like photoshopped. So, um, honestly, one of the girls put a picture of herself up and she looked like she was about a size five. Right. And she showed up and she was like very, very plus size, which would not have been a big deal if she was just upfront and honest. But it's like, once that happens, then what else are they hiding or lying about? You know? So, sure. Yeah. So I love the uh, video idea and it's really fun. And, um, man, Zach, I appreciate you being on my show because this is a little bit different than I typically would have on my show, but it, dating apps are really big right now. And I was looking at your website and you're doing things a little bit differently and wanted to kind of share this with some of my listeners, especially the single ones out there who write to me and ask me dating advice. Like I'm not your dating advice girl, but here's an app. You can check it out. (laughs) Thank you. I really appreciate you uh, having me on today. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate it. And again, um, just share your social media handles with everybody, please. Yeah, sure. So we're on, if you search filter off, uh, we're on all the socials, again, Android, iOS as well, as well as the web. Uh, Thank you, Zach. You've been a pleasure to have on the show. I appreciate you. And if you're out there listening and you want to try out an app, I highly suggest this one. It seems like the most authentic of all of them so far. So thank you, Zach. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Patty Catter with Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Follow Patty at Patty Catter on Facebook and Instagram. Get social. You can now watch Wake Up with Patty Catter on Amazon TV and Roku. It's the only podcast I listen to. Be sure to check out Patty's apparel line, The Patriotic Mermaid at thepatrioticmermaid.com and on social media at The Patriotic Mermaid. I love it.